you guys here on the field from up close just watching. Dynasty Football Factory and the Dynasty Football Network. That's Addison Hayes. This diversity in this background is helping him a lot tonight. That's Jake Anderson. And here he is, having the time of his life. I'm John Hogan. This. From here, you watch him now on the screen. This is a super flexible podcast. Thank you to the legendary Sergio Dip for that intro. Time for some super flex, super brain, super food. We've got dynasty rankings on the super wheel of super fortune. Plus week two starts and sits and Addison's OMFG trivia time. But first, week one is in the books. Let's talk trends versus flukes. The NFL season kicked off with the defending Super Bowl champion New England Patriots getting throttled at home by the Kansas City Chiefs. Tom Brady goes 16 for 36 for 267 yards. Let's get into this, boys. Do we need to be concerned about Tom Brady, or is this a one-time thing? I'd say go out and trade for Tom Brady right now. Because guess who's up on the docket next week? The worst defense in football. He's going to put up a monster next week. So I think people are freaking out about Tom Brady. I think the age cliff questions are coming into play. You know, I, I'm not super high on him in Superflex Dynasty rankings, but I think you could maybe get him at a bargain right now. I think that owner, you know, judging by his age, might be ready to pull the trigger, ready to get rid of him. And I think I, I saw a statistic last time the Patriots started 0-1, they ended up winning the Super Bowl. So I believe they lost to the Chiefs once too. And, and oh, did they? Yeah. I don't remember right. if that was well, the last that's, time, but, yeah. Uh, Maybe I, it wasn't the last two, but, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, he is 40 years old. We've seen quarterbacks, even the, the great ones, even the legends, hit this cliff, and it comes out of nowhere. Addison, do we think that Tom Brady is anywhere near the cliff right at the moment? I'm nervous. I I think the cliff is in sight. I know he wa- he says he wants to play for three to five more years, but I I watched the game, uh, and I tweeted out during the game. It was like third fourth quarter. I said, you know, Tom Brady doesn't look like Tom Brady, and I don't I don't want to be that guy to overreact to week one because it is Tom Brady, it is the New England Patriots. But like you said, when that age cliff hits, it hits. We saw it with Peyton Manning. Well, we might be seeing it right now with Carson Palmer. We'll be, probably be talking about that here soon, but. I mean, I'm I'm nervous. Uh, I I'm just I don't want to overreact because it is week one, but I I am nervous about Tom Brady in this age cliff. You're representing Twitter right now, Addison. Do you realize that? Yeah, you are overreacting that's, so bad. The that guy is, that has Tom Brady is 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 you know two weeks ago. Tom Brady's my quarterback seven overall dynasty superflex rankings, and now he's saying. The age cliff has come. 
And he's he's worried about Tom Brady after one game. All right, we've seen Tom Brady start slow before. This isn't the first time. So let's cool our jets. Let's take a deep breath. And then, because there's no way he has a bad game next week. Zero percent chance. I'd what love to does? put some money on it. What if, what we, if he does, though? Then we worry, but it's not going to happen. I'd okay. love to put a bet on it. I don't. I know not, you don't. I know you don't have any money because you're 20 years old. But <laughs> <laughs> bet some cafeteria well, food or something. <laughs> I I do need some lunch money. I'll I'll I'll, 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 I'll bet you a lunchables. <laughs> as long as it's the pepperoni pizza ones and it comes with those Oreos. Oh my god! It's like a dollar I can just see it right now. <laughs> Addison pulling out his lunch bag, <laughs> sitting on the ground, cross-legged. Oh my god! Drinking his Capri Sun. <laughs> <laughs> if he can get the straw in it without an adult helping, <laughs> I have to get the straw hey, out of the plastic hey, first. Hey, Mr. Ferguson, that is the tough Mr. part. Mr. Ferguson, Mr. Ferguson, could you help me with this real quick? <laughs> <laughs> uh all right let's let's back off of uh Adder- addison's uh lunch escapades and move on to another old quarterback carson palmer 27 of 48 against the detroit lions 269 yards and a touchdown all that looks decent but then three interceptions against a pretty mediocre secondary <laughs> Um, are we worried about Carson Palmer going forward, or is this uh, is this just a fluky uh, fluky one time thing? Addison, this is the guy you need to start worrying about here. You're Mister Top Five Season Carson Palmer. I didn't watch that game, but I watched. I you know I caught parts of that game. Every throw that I saw, Palmer was off by several yards left or right so he looked awful and remember he didn't look good last year so i have big concerns about carson palmer going forward um i think this is a make or break week for carson palmer as far as where his value goes yeah i completely agree well again it is week one but palmer did look terrible um we'll see this week he plays the indianapolis colts Jared Goff just torched. So we'll see what he has to do this week without David Johnson. Um, but I, I do believe Arians will want to put the ball in Palmer's hands more, see if we can get his confidence up. Um, but if he doesn't perform, uh, yeah, it's it's about time to hop off the Palmer train. And finally, one more guy who struggled um, somewhat unexpectedly, although I, I did I did caution everyone to start this player, but Kirk Cousins um, at home against the Philadelphia Eagles uh, goes 23 for 40, 240 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Um, In all fairness, Terrell Pryor dropped a very, very catchable touchdown pass that would have made this look a little bit better, but still, how worried are we about Kirk Cousins going forward? I'm worried about him losing McVay. I think I think that's a big hit to that offense, and I think it's a the biggest hit to Kirk Cousins personally, and, and as far as his career development, um, I think you know I know it was one game with with Jared Goff, but 
I don't think you can underplay the the importance of a offensive mind and an offensive coordinator and how he can simplify things for a quarterback and get him into good situations and make him feel comfortable and confident. So I have worries about Kirk Cousins. I I haven't been as high on him as as I know Addison has. So um, yeah, I have big concerns about Cousins, especially you know going forward and in the future. Yeah, I, I'm actually on the opposite end here. I'm not too concerned about Kirk Cousins. Uh, I mean, that offense didn't look good all preseason, and it just bleeded into week one. But we saw it last year. They got off to a really slow start, and then they finally were able to pick it up. And Cousins finished as the QB5 last year. Uh, I mean, they don't have a running game at all. So they're going to have to pass if they're going to want to move the ball. up. And so Cousins is the man to do that. If he develops more of a rapport with Terrell Pryor, uh, you know, Jamison Crowder wasn't all too healthy this game, so he comes back fully healthy. Uh, Jordan Reed uh, comes back healthy. I guess he's working on a more toe or something. He has a fractured big toe or something like that. I mean, it's just it was a lot of variables and also losing Garcon and Deshaun Jackson, and it all kind of went into the week one struggle for Cousins. But I think I think he'll bounce back. It might take a couple weeks, but I think Cousins will be fine in the long run. I think you both brought up some really good points. I I hadn't really considered the uh, the loss of of McVeigh as the offensive coordinator there. Um, that's a that's a really interesting angle. Um, overall, I think I'm with you, Addison. Though I mean, I, you know, I mentioned it last week. 214 targets went out the door. Um, you're trying to replace them with Terrell Pryor who to me is a is a wide receiver one for sure uh Josh Doxson who's a a definite lotto ticket in my mind but neither of these you you you're talking about Kirk Cousins not having any chemistry with those two guys Jamison Crowder ended up playing but not healthy um you know Jordan Reed actually had a decent game all things considered and then also that that's actually a really good secondary in Philadelphia, got a little banged up and lost uh, lost uh, Darby, which uh, which hurt a little bit. But I mean, there's still there's still a lot of talent in that secondary. This week they've got the Rams and Wade Phillips. So I'm saying you're sitting Kirk Cousins for now, but keep an eye on the Kirk Cousins owners in your league. If you don't have him, this could be a, a buy low candidate here uh, in the next couple weeks. As far as some particularly good performances alex smith in taking down the super bowl champs goes 28 of 35 368 yards and four touchdowns is he feeling the the heat from pat mahomes is this finally something coming together between him and andy Reid, or is you know is this a sign of things to come or was this just a matter of the new england patriots not being exactly ready for this game guys i think i think alex smith got the push that he needed and the chiefs trading up to get patrick mahomes and all the hype that's going on this preseason with patrick Mahomes and and how good he looks and he should supplant alex smith as the chief starter it seems like it lit a fire under alex smith and he came out with a little bit different demeanor in this game that I've seen in him probably ever. And he was letting it air it out. And he actually <laughs> looked good doing it. So, um, I, obviously, this is his 
high watermark for the season. But um, yeah, it, I, and I, again, it's hard to see him having a role in Kansas City after this season. But I guarantee you he gets a job somewhere. Um, but I like his prospects for this season. After, after this season, it's a question mark. So um, if you have him, you're holding. If you don't have him, I, you're not buying him because whoever owns him just came off that week one. They're not going to sell him at a discount. So, um, yeah, it was a good performance. I was impressed. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think Pat Mahomes did, you know, like you said, light the fire underneath his his shoes. And, I mean, Kareem Hunt uh, was a big part of that as well. And Tyreek Hill, it, Alex Smith, like, aired the ball out, actually, like more than five yards downfield. And so, I mean, he, he did look good. I'm I'm interested to see how how much more how much farther this success goes for Alex Smith. I think Kareem Hunt does wonders for him uh, out of the backfield. He's more, much more of a dynamic back as a pass catcher than Spencer Ware was. And I mean, Travis Kelsey didn't do anything in this game either, so that's just another weapon for Smith to throw to. And he still got Tyree Kill. Conley performed pretty well. Uh, they had another guy. I don't really remember his name. I don't remember, but um. I mean, I'm interested to see how he does this week. I know he's playing the Eagles, um, so uh, I think that if he can if he can replicate even somewhat close to what he did against the New England Patriots, uh, the Chiefs are in for a really good season. Addison, last week you recommended starting Jared Goff. He actually he goes uh, 21 of 29, 306 yards, only one touchdown. Um, but overall, I mean, I'd, I'd say that you got that one right. The only problem was the Colts are so inept that they were completely unable to stay in this game. They give up defensive touchdowns early on, end up getting dismantled 46-9, to and there was kind of no reason for, for a whole lot of passing from Jared Goff um, beyond the, you know, the wide-open touchdown strike to Cooper Cup. Um, but do we think that this is going to be a trend Jared Goff in the 300 300 uh point range in a QB1 in fantasy. I I think it is. I've been hyping him up for a couple weeks now. Uh I know fellow DFF member uh Shane, he he's been hyping up this LA Rams offense now with McVay in there and I mean, I just I really don't see how Goff doesn't perform somewhat close to what he did. I mean, it, it was the Indianapolis Colts, uh, but I mean, I, this is this kind of what I expect from Goff, kind of moving forward. Um, he, like you said, he didn't really have that much of an opportunity to throw, but look what he did with um, with his his chance. I believe he was even benched. Him and Gurley were both benched in the third quarter, uh, maybe fourth quarter, um, but they didn't play the entire game just because that they're you know just whooping the Colts. So I. I want to see what Bradford can do uh, in a full game. I want to see what he can do against a more a, a, a better pass defense. Uh, but I, I really liked what I saw out of Jared Goff, and I'm expecting big things from him uh, in the near future. Yeah, he came out and said like he's excited when the play call comes into the offense and he didn't feel like that last year. So it's amazing what a little bit of confidence and excitement and, uh, hope will do for a quarterback i think top top you know qb1 is is probably out of the question i think guys for this for the season but even if he's a 
mid QB two, that's a nice progression from what he showed us last year, and that will continue to inflate his stock. So I actually didn't get a chance to watch much of this game at all. So um, I don't have a whole lot to say, but I think I think you know his prospects are certainly looking up. They stocked that offense, by the way, with weapons. I was looking at it the other day, and I was thinking, you know, this is this is one of the sneakier offenses in the league. Um, just weapons everywhere. People forget about Tavon Austin still being out there. He's going to get some room and space to work. So, um, and you know, Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett. There's there's some tight ends. There's some receivers. So that's going to be a fun offense. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to what Jared Goff can do from here. Jake, we've got a guy that we've been talking about for quite a while. Sam Bradford. You have a little bit more invested in him than I do. I've only staked my fantasy reputation on him. Um, you have uh, you've been a lifelong diehard Vikings fan, and so uh, there's there's a lot more at stake there. Let's be honest. Sam Bradford goes 27 of 32 for 346 yards and three touchdowns against the Saints. Now, granted, that's a terrible off or terrible defense. You just ripped them, um, but at the same time, we've been saying for quite a while that. This is another one of those offenses that I think you might want a piece of this one um, from an, from a fantasy standpoint, and it all starts with this quarterback. Do we think this is going to be a trend? Well, here's here's the kicker. It, it it's not as much about Sam Bradford as it is this offensive line, and there's so many question marks this offseason about you know Minnesota's offensive line was. Awful, putrid last year, couldn't run the ball. They added, you know, they overpaid for Reef and Remmers. Uh, they cut Alex Boone last week, which, you know, was, took a cap hit by doing it. People didn't like that move. People didn't have high expectations for this offensive line, especially from a pass blocking standpoint. And I got to tell you, they looked phenomenal last night and it could be just because they looked so bad last year that they were just kind of middle of the road last night but that is a tremendous upgrade from where they were last year so if this offensive line can stay cohesive and build rapport there and and work as a unit and protect sam bradford i totally agree this offense has so many weapons all over the place it's finally good to see a running back that can be decisive hit a hole not dance around behind the line of scrimmage, and also who can pass protect and can catch balls. And Jarek McKinnon looked nice as a change of pace back, and that's where he is. You know, he is not an every-down workhorse running back, but he is a great change of pace guy. Latavius Murray got on the field, like got two carries for six yards, and he fumbled. So I don't think he's going to carve out much of a role in this offense. But they finally have a running game. Their offensive line looks good, and poof. How good did Diggs and Thielen look last night? Uh, just tearing it up. And I've said Thielen's the most underrated wide receiver in this league. He, he's phenomenal. And Diggs, I, I have questions about Diggs. It's mostly health concerns. but uh, And I also had red zone questions, touchdown production. He had two of those last night. So, man, it was it was fun. I was excited. And like I said, if this offensive line can can – play like they did last night, this offense is going to put up some good fantasy production. Let's let's hear John Gloat now, please. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to refrain, but, uh, you know, give the people what they want because I did say that Sam Bradford was a start this week. 
Um, I did uh, I did say that Sam Bradford is going to be a QB1 for the year, and I stand by that. This this offense is just when here's the litmus test when you when you've got a guy who can support three fantasy starting pass catchers which is just exactly what he did last night and that's with a running game too dalvin cook was an rb1 you still had kyle rudolph getting in the end zone you had two touchdowns from from Diggs. you had uh what nine catches in 150 yards whatever it was from Thielen. so i mean this that's just the type of offense that you want a piece of um we've seen we we knew that Sam Bradford was more than a game manager. We saw the big arm at Oklahoma. We saw the big arm early in his career before he started dealing with injuries with the Rams. And <clears throat> now, you know, you put those weapons around him and you just, and you cater this, you tailor this offense to him. And this is what you're going to get. One other thing that I do want to point out is they have easily the softest a uh, six-game schedule to start the season for the passing offense. So uh, don't back off of Sam Bradford anytime soon. I know that, that 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 was a big game for him, but you're still selling low if you trade him right now. Yeah, not to mention his anticipation was phenomenal and his ball placement. And you're right. I, I you know, a few episodes ago when you said he would outproduce Matt Ryan, my biggest question marks were third down and uh, red zone, right? So yep. I think third downs are going to be much more manageable now that they have a running game, right? I mean, they're not going to be in third and long. They're not going to be in positions where they, they, have, they have no shot at converting third downs. And he was stretching the field last night and he, he he was good in the red zone so those are the questions i had and he kind of answered them last night we'll, we'll see how he does the rest of the season yeah i'm certainly excited to see how it goes so later on we're going to do some start sits and none of us mentioned sam bradford is a start so i'm going to go ahead and just say it now start sam bradford this week they're they're at pittsburgh which isn't a great matchup but again this is just this is one of those offenses that you want a piece of, and it all start, starts at the quarterback position. Um, roll with Bradford if you've got him. There aren't very many quarterbacks right now that I'm that I'm benching Bradford for. So let's move on to a uh, a brand new segment. We actually introduced it last week. Um, Jake cheated his way to victory. And uh, <laughs> since then, we've given it an awesome name. So let's go with Amaze Hayes's OMFG Amazing Trivia Time. Oh my freaking god! <laughs> <laughs> That's how Addison says this, by the way. It gets better every time you say it, too. It's just funny. <laughs> it gets a little bit more California girl. Yes. <laughs> the Addison comes out. What can I say? All right. You guys You guys ready? All right. Yeah. Phones down. Are we playing for Lunchables? Hands on the table. <laughs> Hand check? I don't have any quarterbacks this week, so we're going, we're going positional what? players. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, man. I told you, I, I felt like I made it a little too easy after Jake got the first two pretty quick. Plot and John twist. got John got the third. Yeah, so these yeah. ones are a little bit harder. I, like so it. I, hope, I hope you guys get them. All right. All right, the first one. It's a wide receiver for the first one. 
my stats over the last two years combined, all right? So these are 2016 and 2015 combined. 81 receptions on 168 targets for 1,197 yards and 11 touchdowns, all right? Over the last two years, I've never finished inside the top 36 uh, among wide receivers. However, despite all of this, I am still a mid-second-round startup pick, according to Dynasty Football Factory ADP. Amari Cooper. Nope. Uh, Amari has had a thousand. He's a first-rounder. Yeah, he's had a thousand in each of the past two years. Anytime you start trashing a wide receiver, I assume it's Amari Cooper. <laughs> anytime you start talking up a wide receiver, I assume it's A.J. Green. That's fair. <laughs> oh, second round startups? Yeah, I just that, looked it up. That today. just completely threw me off. And I know this is this should probably be way more obvious Sammy than Watkins. my my brain is calculating. No, but that was a good guess. That is a good guess. That's where I was leaning there. No, this is a good one. I got you guys. So he's combined for 80 receptions for 1,200 yards and 11 touchdowns over the past two years. That's combined. So he's averaging 600 yards per year on the last two years. Yeah, but it's one of those years of monster year, and one was like... No. No? Give me another hint. In 2016, he had 796 receiving yards on 50 receptions, and 2015, he had... 400 receiving yards on 31 receptions. Eight touchdowns in 2016, three in 2015. He came into the league in 2010, and that his second-round pick, startup pick, has been warranted based on what he did from 2011 through 2014. In 2012, 2013, 2014, he never had less than 1,200 receiving yards and 12 touchdowns or 85 receptions. Oh, Des Bryant? There it is. Oh, oh. there you go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> See, I threw, I threw oh. you off there. Yeah, that was a good well, one. Well, I mean, he's been injured. Yeah, that was the that was uh, the big one. That's... I knew that would throw you off. There. See, that's what I was – I don't think either of us were thinking veteran, right? We were trying to think of younger right, young player there. All right, 1-0, Jake. Thank you. <laughs> I got that right away. Yeah, I, I am going to edit so much of that out. So, yeah, He's going to edit it all out. So, Des. It's before Addison's done talking. Des. Des Bryant. I'm a wide receiver. Des Bryant. Thank you. Oh, you... All right. That was easy. Next. <laughs> all right. Here's the second one. This one's fun. Uh, another wide receiver. Okay. Since 2014, I've never seen below a 20% market share. In the same time period, I've never had less than 75 receptions in a season and have eclipsed 100 receptions in one of those seasons. Also, since 2014, I've never had less than 1,000 receiving yards and five touchdowns in one season. And in one of those years, I had over 1,400 receiving yards and nine touchdowns. Julio Jones? Nope. Um, nope. Tw- you said 20% market share? Yep. I still got more. I'm still going. Oh, okay. okay, keep going. All right, right. I wanted to get that one just as fast as I got the last one. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an idea here, but I want to hear the rest of your... Still, still since 2014, I've never finished outside the top 20 among wide receivers, 
and I averaged 16 fantasy points per game. However, despite all of this, according to DFF ADP, I'm a late 7th to early 8th round startup pick. That's not who I thought it was. God, those last parts of each of these questions completely (laughs) throws me off. (laughs) I was like, oh, I think I got it. I think I Nope, nope. That's what it's meant to do. Nope, nope, nope. This is a massively underrated wide receiver for the production that he's been putting up over the last three years. Is that one Pierre Garçon? No. No. I could, that was a pretty good guess, though. I'm in range, right? You said 1,400 yards, right? Yep. His Put one season, he had 101 yeah. receptions for like 1,400 yeah. yards and nine touchdowns. Yeah, that sounds like Pierre Garçon. Oh, Emmanuel Here's, Sanders. There you go. Oh, really? Yep. God, I'm having deja vu right now. 2-0 <laughs> lead. When it takes you this long, I don't think you get to brag either. Oh, no, this no, no, was, no, no, This is a default. Nope, nope. nope. I got that one that, right away, too. That was, that was like the Bills Jets this weekend. Somebody had to win. And it was me. <laughs> you are the Jets. Only because somebody had to win. Yeah, you're like, the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> you're the Jets uh, of this contest. That's yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it feels like it right now. <laughs> uh, all right, do this, we have one last right. one? Yeah, you got you one gotta, last. We got to give John the These have been here. tough, man. Yeah, these have been tricky, man. I I like them though. I think they're yeah. fun. Yeah, right, I guarantee everyone one. listening is like, bam, bam. Oh, That's yeah. always how it is for me too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So when when you're I'm listening, listening to one, yeah, it's way easier. Like, oh, this is obvious. I've been not all right, here's the last one. Ready? All right. I'm a fourth-year running back. Last year was the first season in my career that I rushed for more than 500 rushing yards. It was also my first season with more than 12 receptions. Additionally, it was my first season inside the top 55 at, among running backs in fantasy. However, according to Football Outsiders, I have never rushed behind a top 30 offensive line. Last year, though, I averaged more rushing yards per game than Devontae Freeman, LeGarrette Blunt, and Spencer Ware, and I averaged less than two yards per game than David Johnson and Melvin Gordon. Mike Gillisley. Nope. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty good guess, though. But... I thought that was Mike Gillisley. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what I'm trying to say is he didn't perform in 2014 and 2015 Last year was his "quote unquote" breakout year. In What's terms his of ADP? Uh, fourth, fifth round, if I remember right. Lamar Miller. Oh no, that's close though. Ugh. This is probably going to completely give it away. But he has a new offensive coordinator this year. No, that didn't do wow. it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> or a new head coach. I'm sorry. He has a new head coach this year. He plays in the NFC and. Has been on a roller coaster of an offseason. Yeah. This is, I, I would have thought that was completely Carlos obvious. Side. Carlos there side. it is. Oh, thank God. I always get the last one. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks to be in a hole and then finally get that last one when it doesn't matter anymore. All right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Jake wins again. Yeah. Yes. With, Raining a, with champ. an asterisk. No asterisk. On to week two. Real quick, we'll, let's just do some starts and sits this week. I mean, y- you can go to 
any one of the the DF Network uh, podcasts for some for some news and some breakdowns. Um, I would definitely check out the Dynasty War Zone. I'm sure that and the Fantasy Football Fellas. Those guys are both going to have a ton of of uh, preview stuff, preview content this week. Um, but as for us, we're going to focus on quarterbacks, as we always do for your uh, super flex positions. If you're making some tough decisions, um, here's some starts and sits that we've got. And we're going to start with you, Jake, um, a guy that uh, that people might be scared to start or might not be starting at all, um, who they should definitely consider. And maybe somebody who uh, is normally a super flex type of rubber stamp type guy. Um, who you're going to recommend sitting this week? I hate this game. I last week was so brutal for me, and last week I said Carson Palmer, and I just talked a bunch of trash about him. And, but guess what? I'm going back to the well. That a boy. <laughs> going back to Carson Palmer. What fun is it uh, learning lessons? Yes, I, obviously I don't learn those. Uh, <laughs> I'm going back to Carson Palmer just because we saw the success that uh, the Los Angeles Rams had against the worst team in the league when they when they don't have Andrew Luck playing uh, in the Indianapolis Colts. So that defense is brutal. I think Carson Palmer is brutal, but I think losing David Johnson makes them put the ball in Carson Palmer's hands more, and my fingers are crossed. I don't have a whole lot to say there. And then Carson Wentz uh, again. You're probably not you're probably not benching him in a super flex league unless you have a you know a decent decent quarterback three like maybe a Sam Bradford something like that. Um, but Kansas City Arrowhead Stadium's a underrated difficult place to play. Uh, that that crowd noise is significant. Uh, and that defense is good. We saw what they did against Tom Brady and the Patriots at their home. Uh, facility so um carson palmer is maybe not a sit but someone you need to at least lower your expectations on my start actually this week i'm uh, like jake said he's going back to the well uh i'm going back to alex smith um hoping that he can maybe maybe do somewhat of a repeat performance from what he was able to do on thursday he he plays the philadelphia eagles at home um, and that's a Philadelphia Eagles team without Darby now. Uh, so, I mean, we saw what he was able to do against the New England Patriots defense and against a worse secondary. I think he has the potential to put up some big-time fantasy numbers with Kareem Hunt coming out of the backfield, and, and he's always, uh, you know, there's always a good chance that Tyreek Hill could take one to the house uh, on any given play. And if he gets Travis Kelsey more involved, too, uh, that's just even more uh, of a bump up in value for him. So I'm liking Alex Smith this week uh, for, you know, two times the juice. So we'll see what he's uh, he's able to do. I'm, I'm actually starting him in one of my leagues. So I'm practicing what I'm preaching here. Uh, and so my sit is actually going to be Matthew Stafford. Uh, he plays Monday night against the New York Giants. Uh, and that was a, a Giants defense that held Dak Prescott in check last week. And Des Bryant held Des Bryant in check as well. And so I think that they're going to be able to do it again. Uh, Stafford is my, my guess for this game 
um, is that the the Lions are actually going to be in the lead. They're not going to do this weird strategy where they try and make a fourth quarter comeback uh, down by three touchdowns. And so I think that they're going to actually be ahead for most of the game. They're going to want to run. They're going to uh, want you know take the ball out of Stafford's hands for the majority of the game. And so I I think he's a sit this week against a pretty tough New York Giants defense. And I've got. I actually have a handful of guys that I would start, but this particular guy, uh, I have to I have to talk about him because it's going to be pretty unexpected. I mean, this is easily uh, the guy that I dislike the most in all of fantasy football, not just at the quarterback position, but just in general. I think he's way too overrated. But this is the week to start Russell Wilson. He's at home against the San Francisco 49ers. They just lost Reuben Foster, which makes that defense even worse than it already was. I mean, there's no denying the talent of Russell Wilson. There's no denying the the weapons of Russell Wilson. Um, you know, the the big issue is just the offensive line being able to protect him, being able to to you know to run those uh, those designed runs, um, being able to let some of those flyers like Tyler Lockett get down the field. And I think that this is the opportunity to do it. If uh, if there's ever a time to start Russell Wilson, it's this week at home against the San Francisco 49ers. And then I'm sitting Andy Dalton. Um, even though he's at home, he's got a very, very good Houston Texans defense coming into town. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. And I strongly buy into the theory that the passing games on Thursday nights are just are, are always going to be brutal. Um, I'm I'm looking more at the Bengals running game if I want a piece of this uh, of this game at all. I think Andy Dalton's just going to have a have a tough time on a short week um, bouncing back from uh, from the performance that he just had against another good defense in the Ravens. So. I think that we just got a preview of what he can do against a particularly good defense, and I think that uh, we're in for more of the same this week. I think, yeah, I mean, th- this whole segment, right, start, sit. It's going to be hard to sit most of these guys <laughs> yeah. unless you're absolutely stacked in a super flex league. So it's more proceed with caution. So that's I just want to make sure the listeners aren't saying, well, I'm going to start Matthew Stafford and start – Brian Hoyer, something like that, you know. So um, it's more of a proceed with caution and lower your expectations. Yeah. Well, that being said, I mean, there's a potential that you're making the decision for. So for you, there's a there's a potential that somebody is making the decision between Carson Wentz, you know, on the road at Kansas City, or maybe Trevor Simeon at home against the Cowboys. Uh, what would you do there? You mean Michael Vick? <laughs> the new Michael Vick, yeah. Thank you, Rex Ryan. Yeah, I, that you know what? That's that's a tough call, and I, you know what? I haven't gotten uh, all the way through the rankings for this week, but uh, I, I might have to go Simeon there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and this is by no means an actual start sit. Like like, like you said, this is not us saying sit Matthew Stafford. This is just saying you know maybe consider some streamers and. Um, you know, maybe look at some rankings on uh, DynastyFootballFactory.com. And uh, you can also get there through from Twitter at DFF underscore Dynasty. 
question mark? Should, should I know uh, this by now? BFF underscore dynasty? <laughs> yeah, the question mark is not part of the Twitter handle, by the way. All right, let's, uh, we got one more segment for you. One of America's favorite new game shows, The Wheel of Superflex Super Fortune. Uh, where we can go over some uh, some dynasty rankings. This is actually this isn't just for the week. This is overall dynasty. So um, this is for to help you make decisions more with uh, with trades going forward um, than uh, start sit for this week. So definitely keep that in mind. There's my disclaimer. I I don't want anybody going out and uh, and uh, making a trade for one week based on this, but. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit of rankings here, guys. Um, I am going to spin the wheel. Can I preface this of how we're playing this game for our <laughs> listeners? No, 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 no. Don't, don't show them how the sausage is made. <laughs> or they'll quit listening. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, enjoy, guys. <laughs> don't worry. I get to edit all of this out. We should probably tell them how this game is going to go. Yeah. Uh. How's this game going to go? Uh, Jake. <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do is is each one of us here are going to pay, play the host role. And Addison has a number generator all set and ready on his computer. I'm spinning a wheel, gonna... actually. We're spinning a wheel. Wheel of I mean, I mean, John has this very fancy... Wheel that he's spinning in his huge, office. Huge, awkwardly. It's huge. massive. It's like and you're it, gonna. It's like twice the size as the actual Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> so it takes up this entire room. It's really awkward, and I don't know why I had it. It, it really, was five dollars at a at a garage sale. So it, we finally it, get to it, put it to work. Yeah. Uh, so on the wheel, it just so happens that this five dollar Wheel of Fortune that I bought at a garage sale has the name of. What thirty quarterbacks, Addison? All thirty, yeah. all thirty-two yeah. starting quarterbacks um, mm-hmm. for the two thousand seventeen season. Um, yeah, is a really uh, coincidental, but also very convenient that this and wheel just happened to have those names on it. <laughs> it, it knew that it, somehow it had Deshaun Kaiser's name on. It. And what's weird is I bought this thing back in nineteen ninety-seven, so <laughs> <laughs> Kaiser was. He might have been born by then. Oh, talk about wheels. Wheels are falling off right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, it would be interesting to see how much of this makes it through post. So let's see. Let's see which of these quarterbacks' names I'm going to land on when I spin this giant wheel. And uh, you guys are going to, um, you guys are going to talk about. Where you have them ranked in overall dynasty? No, Super no we're gonna we're gonna. Okay. Son of a! What is this so, game? What we're gonna do, John? You're gonna. <laughs> All I care about is the wheel, man. I don't care, I don't care about the actual game. All right. By the way. So so John is gonna spin this wheel. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. It's gonna come up with a quarterback. Uh-huh. And what Addison and I are gonna do is guess where that quarterback is ranked in John's overall dynasty rankings for Superflex ranks. 
Oh, okay. better. And we're going to see who gets the closest. I this like is going to be it. tough because none of us have seen our overall dynasty ranks for Superflex ranking. So yeah. uh, this this should be fun. Yeah, Spin so that wheel, John. This is far less about fantasy football rankings and far more about psychological profiling. You guys have to get into my mind, the dark depths of my oh, twisted mind, and figure <laughs> out where... These quarterbacks are ranked, so let's spin this wheel and get after it. <laughs> wow, that's a long spin. This, this is spinning forever. <laughs> Baby Huey over here just gave it the spin of all spins. I don't know if it's ever going to stop. Got it a little too greased up, I guess. What happens now, Addison? Do I, just... <laughs> I, I thought you were going to tell us the damn got... quarterback that it landed on. You've got the number generator. For the love of God, please give us a name. <laughs> oh, 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 great wheel. <laughs> please, please tell us. Please stop spinning. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger is the name that comes up on the great giant wheel. And uh, how do we play this game again? No. So Addison. <laughs> Addison's out of commission. We're a man down, Addison. so we're going to start with you, Jake. All right, so my guess for where Ben Roethlisberger is in your Dynasty Superflex rankings uh-huh. in overall. Oh, I am guessing he, since you're a quarterback fiend, I'm guessing he's at 42. <laughs> I'm going to go on the opposite spectrum. I'm saying 86. What? Oh, man. All right, so there's another flaw in this. Now I've got to stop and do more. I want to pull up your rankings there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good call, too. That could be an important piece of this. No, I've... I, Okay, I've got those pulled up. I'm not quite that far behind on this, but now I have to do math. Oh, it's that close. Yeah, you guys are... I've got him... So wait, is there any kind of analysis or kind of any kind of thinking no, behind this? Wanna, no, just You just want to know? We want to know, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have him... Uh, I have him ranked at 63... So I was 23 off. I was 21 off. Ah. So Jake, Jake wins. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, congratulations. So why don't we just, and we'll see I'll tell you where I have him ranked. And then Addison can tell us where he has him ranked. Okay. And then if it creates a conversation piece, we'll, we'll run with it. Cool. Uh, let's see. I have Ben Roethlisberger. I can't believe you have him that low, John. Really? You take quarterbacks in every round. I do, but by One, then two, I've already three, got... four, five, six, seven. No, no way. <laughs> I, have... I have Ben Roethlisberger at 56. Oh, wow. What in the world? Wow. Mr. Anti-Old Guy Quarterbacks? Like, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, I've got him below... Guys like Tyler Eifert, Tevin Coleman. I've got him below Dak Prescott as far as quarterbacks go. I've got him below Golden Tate, Carson Wentz, Corey Coleman. 
So I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of names there that I feel like you can build a team around a lot better than a quarterback who's going to threaten to retire every single year. This is so funny, John. Guess what I just pulled up here, pal? What's that? Can you guys guess what I just pulled up here? Did you pull up my rankings? Uh, I just uh, I just pulled up our uh, dynasty mock that we did uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Guess who took Ben Roethlisberger in the fourth round? Oh yeah, mock draft is far different. By the oh, way. Oh yeah, far I different. I wouldn't. I, I, I definitely team, wouldn't have taken him there. That team needed a quarterback, and it needed an old one. So <laughs> 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 look at the makeup of that team. That that I had to reach quite a ways past all those young guys to get my old old quarterback for uh, my win now team. Yeah, with you, this is the problem I have is, for me, the rankings should represent where you're going to have to take these guys. I would put Ben Roethlisberger way down my list, but I'd put a bunch of these quarterbacks way down my list as far as rankings. Mm-hmm. But you have to, you also have to look at, at trades, right, and what you're going to get trade-wise for a bunch of these guys, too. I mean... Eli Manning went in the sixth, and he was like the best of left available, right in the sixth round. So, yeah. if you, if you're going according to your rankings, where Ben Roethlisberger is in the seventies, and I'm sure Addison has him around there later too, then you're going to end up with no quarterbacks on your roster. Yeah, definitely. Well, but there's a, again, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I, but you know that I'm not going to end up with no quarterbacks on my roster. That would never happen. But uh, yeah, I mean, but what if someone's looking at your superflex rankings? That's my but, problem. Yeah, if they're well, if they're looking at rankings uh, when they're drafting, then yeah, then when it comes time to take a quarterback, <laughs> then you go to my quarterback rankings. You you start off with no. Overall, they're going to go to your overall rankings if they're doing a draft. Okay, but that's a mis- that's a mistake to go off of overall. So there's a difference between ADP and, no, and overall rankings, right? Because ADP goes out the window after the draft. The ADP is only useful when you're drafting, and it mean it matters way more into roster construction. So from there. You, you, because you're drafting for needs at some point, right? I I mean, I understand a, you're you're talking about a horizontal, uh, not a hor- vertical board, right? So position mm-hmm. vertical board. I understand that part, mm-hmm. but think about how long you've been playing fantasy football, right? Mm-hmm. So if if you were going to go buy a magazine back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you were going through your draft, you're crossing off people's names, right? Yeah. Most of the time, aren't you crossing off through the overall rankings? And and no. maybe this, maybe the. I, I don't. I don't. Ever? Well, okay, my first three picks will be based on overall rankings. From there, I'm going off of my roster construction. I'm saying, you know, I've I've gone zero running back to this point. It's time for me to take a running back, and then I'm switching over to running back rankings. And I'm taking the highest guy off of that that I feel comfortable with. I'm and and that's how I use rankings when I'm drafting. Um, so from there, to me, these these rankings are just they're based on it. All it really helps is things like trading, um, 
you know, making decisions on keepers and cuts, things like that. It's uh, so. Can you can you tell me the two skill position players above and below Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah, it would be uh, Tyler Eifert and Tevin Coleman are sixty-two and sixty-one respectively, and Demarco Murray so- and Lashawn McCoy are at 65 and 66 below Roethlisberger and Rivers. Well, that's super low for those guys, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have them pretty low, I thought, too. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, but are you thinking you're getting... You think you're trading Tevin Coleman for Ben Roethlisberger in a, in a Dynasty Superflex league? I can't imagine... Straight up? There's no way. Uh, no way I, it depends on roster constructions no it doesn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's no way wait there's it, no are, way. You, are you saying that that i wouldn't get roethlisberger or i wouldn't get coleman you wouldn't get roethlisberger for coleman no in a super flex no if how do you think you have an argument here? <laughs> because because <laughs> again it depends on roster constructions if, if what you, are the chances that Ben Roethlisberger is your third quarterback? Uh, I mean, I just drafted Andrew Luck and Aaron Rodgers in the first four picks of a Super Yeah, and Flex. you would have had to take Ben Roethlisberger in the fourth round, you asshole. <laughs> you can't say that on a podcast. <laughs> that can be edited. But also, yes, I would have, and you know I would have. With your whole heart, you know that. <laughs> oh, I, I'm just giving you a hard time, but... This is the questions that come out when, when, when we do these overall these overall rankings. And, and yeah. I think what we all struggle with here is, and I'm, I'm more bringing it up just for conversation because I actually, when I first started doing them, I had quarterbacks lower, right? I kind of probably had them around where you guys had them. But then when I thought about it, it was like, it, it's tough. It's tough. To, where do you draw the line? Where do you, where do you put, how high do you put quarterbacks? Because, they're so valuable, and yeah. that's that's another piece where I was looking at is are these players that I'm putting these quarterbacks around around the same value as far as you know just generic trades would go, right? And I think I just think seventy whatever is is, 60, is too low, and 63. I I have a lot of concerns about Roethlisberger's future and, and longevity, but again, he's a starter quarterback that can be a quarterback one this season, and and you would have to think that there's a better chance of him playing next year than not. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey Addison, oh, not, not much. We're just doing a podcast. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> OMFG, what do you think about this Addison? About Roethlisberger? You know where I have Roethlisberger right now? Where at? 84. So wait, I was too low on him at 63? Apparently. What are what are the skill position guys around him? Uh, Sterling Shepard, Macklin, Matthews, and Garcon. All right, you just yelled at me for a good ten minutes straight, Jake. I I'm, and- I'm done. I'm my. I have no fuel left. I I'm gonna lose my brain right now. But we can move forward. Let's move forward. Let's let's regain some positivity here. <laughs> let's do it. Let's bring it back. All right. Uh, Addison, Roll that your, wheel. T- your, t- your turn to spin the wheel, please. Matt Ryan. Not much of a spin, but okay. <laughs> that was a light spin. <laughs> uh, 
I have Matt Ryan ranked number twenty-five. Bop, 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 bop. That's a, that's how we do it, right? We each we each uh, give oh, our rankings, God. and then what is going on right now? <laughs> what happened, John? John, how many times do we have to explain the rules here, buddy? Uh, at least one more. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. What are we doing? So this is Addison's turn, right? He, he said Matt Ryan, right? This is your turn to guess where Addison has Matt Ryan ranked in his rankings. <laughs> So, Addison, spin that wheel one more time. Oh, gotcha. Let's redo that. This game is so much harder than it looks. It's not. You're making it. I'm making this extremely difficult. Oh, my God. I'm so frustrated right now. I've never seen somebody turn that that shade of red before. I'm trying to match my shirt and my hat at the same time. All right, Addison, you got another one? Yeah, Philip Rivers. I have Philip Rivers ranked. Nope, nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, actually, no, we can't do that one because I just I did say where I had Philip Rivers ranked. Oh my god! Do I need to spin again? No, you're yeah. you're guessing where Addison has yeah. him ranked, John. Yeah, but John, eventually I have uh, to say where I have him ranked, right? I don't oh, okay. care. Okay, no. The okay, main you're part right. of We're this good. game. We're good. God, why is this? This game is... Addison, just me and you are playing this game game next time. (laughs) This is the Addison and Jake game. John, you can take a backseat, pal. (laughs) (laughs) Time for the adults to talk? Awesome. I'm I'm getting benched for Addison. That is a low one from... (laughs) Addison and his Capri son just just took my place on the podcast. You can go sit at the kids' table. Great. Okay, I, you know what? All I'm right. playing this game anyway. All right, and I'm right. playing it the right way because sure. I know how to do this. I actually do. I'm a grown man. <laughs> All right, Addison probably has so Philip Rivers ranked way too low. I'm gonna say he has him ranked uh, 75. I think that Addison has him ranked. It's so hard because I know it's gonna be close to John's guess here. So but do the actual prices right thing. Yeah. Plus one well, or you, minus uh, one. I don't think it should be you can't go over. It's just whoever's closer. So I'm gonna say seventy. <laughs> you're gonna do, gonna do it. You. You're gonna do, you're gonna take the strategy I just say? told you. What you said you I don't know how to play I said seventy five, so you're gonna 76? say seventy six. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, <laughs> let's let's do seventy eight. Okay, that that's not as as much better as you think it is, but okay. All right, where's he at, Addison? Seventy-seven. Oh, uh, man. Uh, you, <laughs> oh you, you have no soul, sir. Okay, <laughs> fine. <just> so good. <laughs> Jake wins on another technicality on an asterisk. Unlike I'm, uh, I'm not like Addison though. Doing my little. I hate this impossible game, by the way. Okay. Well, that one, that one was a little bit ridiculous because they're so close. <laughs> you know, Roethlisberger and Rivers are pretty close in, in right. a lot of people's rankings. So that was that wasn't really a fun one there. All right, <laughs> I, I get to spin the wheel now. All right, spin that bad boy. Remove any sexual overtones from the way I just said that. By the way. 
We need oh, to get a- your we need to get your sound effects from last week. Osweiler. Spin it harder. <laughs> spin it spin harder it. than that. Yeah, you spit that thing. <laughs> and make eye contact while you spin it. You guys want to know what he landed on? <laughs> Not really. Not really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a fun it. one. All right, let's do it. It's a fun one. Blake Bortles. Blake, Blake Bortles is does he even it landed on Blake Bortles? Does he even yep. show up on your rankings? Yep. You guys guess first. Uh, John, you can go first. Let me see what's the what's the lowest number? Like a hundred and hundred and fifty? Is that your guess? Yeah. I'm gonna say one fifteen. All right, how low can you go? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to scroll for a while here. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> right off the page. Uh-huh. Please tell me he's what? not even in your rankings. He might not be. <laughs> Thank you. So awesome. <laughs> so awesome. Just real quick, I have Colin Kaepernick ranked ahead of Blake Bortles. Just, just saying. That is hilarious. Not yeah, he's not an a, NFL he's not team, my... and he's still a better quarterback than Blake Bortles. He's not even on my top one hundred and fifty. Thank you. <laughs> should we do it? Should we try a different one? Yeah, let's, you want on, to spin let's again? try a different one. Yeah, oh, man, I thought that one was fun. <laughs> they have to be on the rankings. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Yes. You don't believe what it landed on. All right. What's that? Oh, man. I might guess right now. Cam Just Newton. Oh. That is that's actually a pretty good one. Uh, I'm gonna say fifteen. I'm gonna say eighteen. Thirteen. Yes. John wins. Yes, sir. Ding, also, ding, ding. also uh, that should be bonus points because I also have him ranked thirteen, right on the nose. Downtown. Uh, Let's see where I have knuckles. him ranked. Oh God. <laughs> the question is, where do you have your QB three ranked, Addison? Who is my QB? Oh, uh, I have I Cam Newton at 75. <laughs> I have Cam Newton at 66. Oh, my gosh. Didn't yeah. that sound exactly the same? <laughs> That's yeah, I, have that my QB, I have my QB3 at 23. So that's where Cam Newton belongs. No. You have I mean, him at 60-something? Yep. <sighs> Just I a, have him right behind like, Martavis. Just a bunch of... My name is Addison, and I like to be different just to be different. Just a bunch of disappointed <laughs> sighs from your co-host, by the way. Uh, all right, we're going to wrap up. Yeah, we're going to wrap up this podcast because, uh, I, Addison, I need to have a word with you off air so I can use some <laughs> language that I'm not supposed to use. But we want to thank you all for listening to another episode of the Super Flexible Podcast. Uh, you can follow Jake at NFL Draft Talker on Twitter. Addison's at Hayes underscore DFF. And I'm at DFF Dynasty Dude. Also, check out the podcast's Twitter at SuperFlexPod. And we also have a trades account at SuperFlexTrades. Um, we're all we're part of the Dynasty Football Factory at DFF underscore Dynasty and the Dynasty Football Network at DF underscore Network. 
check out the other great podcasts from the DF Network, by the way. Um, we already mentioned uh, Fantasy Football Fellas and Dynasty Warzone, but we also have content on IDP, the Edge Crushers. We have Devi, the Devi Watch podcast. And coming soon, we'll even have a Dynasty Trades podcast. That one is going to be so much fun. Can't wait for be that lit, one. boys. So lit. Don't say that. So good. <laughs> we're, we're too old to say lit, but it's going to be it's gonna be makes fire. Me, makes me feel young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, do us a favor, please, and if you would, and uh, um, follow us on Podbean. And if you listen on iTunes, give us a rating and review. It goes a really long way, and it would be such and much appreciated both. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you next week. Best of luck in week. Chargers and here's Sergio Dick. Beth, coach, it's a pleasure to be with you guys here on the field from up close, just watching Coach Vance Joseph from here. You watch him now on the screen. This diversity in this background is helping him a lot tonight. Quarterback at Colorado, defensive back in the NFL, and here he is having the time of his life this night making his head coaching debut. Oh my freaking god. Yeah.